This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, Euphorians. We're so stoked to be here today because we're joined by a very special guest. His recent credits include work on A24's Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Netflix's Blonde, and Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry, Darling. Please welcome to That's So Euphoric, Prop Master, Josh Bramer. (laughs) Yeah, Josh. (laughs) And Josh is on the job right now, so he's remote. (laughs) But yes, we are so thankful to have you. You're our actual first like guest of season two so we're super stoked um but that being said we just want to like dive right in we just want to hear the basics all of our fans and listeners have written in like I I kid you not almost daily sending us your tiktoks of all the props that you show (laughs) oh my gosh I'm like super new to making tiktoks too so I don't even half the stuff that I try to post gets taken down because it has stuff that goes against their community guidelines oh yeah you know what to post (laughs) shocker yeah euphoria (laughs) bullshit (laughs) damn well that's so funny (laughs) yeah no you kill it everyone loves it so that's like literally how we found you so thank you again for joining us but we just wanted to like get the basics of for our listeners just describe like what is the job of a prop master and more specifically what is your role on the set of euphoria like daily well um i try to usually summarize a prop master's job is we're basically in charge of anything that an actor physically touches on a film set so like if they're picking up a phone paying with cash firing a weapon (laughs) or just anything in general anything that they physically pick up we have source and we break down the script and kind of get the mood of what the director wants but and you know generally it's kind of called out in the script but nine times out of ten we have to think outside the box if it's like a big scene with lots of extras they all got to be doing something and yeah actors <laughs> like the they, they, they <laughs> like <that> motivation <laughs> so <For sure>. yeah <laughs> nice um so sam seems like he's a pretty uh detail oriented guy when you're working with him does he give you very specific requests where he has something like really particular in mind or do you have a little more freedom uh to interpret his requests um well when i first got hired i sat down with sam and it was it was it was i was a little bit starstruck because i loved the first season so talking to him about what he wanted to see in the show he just was like, you know, I want it to feel real. I want it to feel like these are, you know, their props are things that they'd actually have. And as far as like the freedom with what I would do is it was a lot of collaboration, but Sam, if I ever had to show Sam an option, it was, um, you know, which, which one's my favorite. And I always <laughs> had a favorite. I always, you know, picked it based on the character or I would always ask the actors too, like, what would you like to use in the scene? Or would your character have this? Or would you have that? And they're mm-hmm. usually say, ah, whatever, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> so I would, I'd always have something that I did. So most yeah. of the props you see are something that I, you know, came up with. So That's what we always hear is that everyone on set is super, like everyone collaborates, like all teams. So do you work very closely with like costume as well as like the set decorators, I assume? Yep. Heidi, our costume designer, she's amazing. Uh, she has color palettes for each actor. So we usually 
Well, like for when Cassie was coming down the stairs with her suitcase, I had like six different options. I showed them to Sydney uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and she, she would be like, I like this one. And then, you know, I cross-reference with Heidi and, you know, she yeah. said, oh, that would be great. And so it's, it's, it's always about kind of creating a color palette. We don't want her to have a neon yellow one when her costume is like a light purple. And of course, like uh, we don't want to have her have purple because that belongs to uh, uh, Maddie's character. So it's, we try to like stay in different realms and, yeah, <laughs> cross so awesome. with makeup. I didn't really have to do a lot with um, Donnie, but there was like the scene where uh, uh, Rue was drawing on um, uh, the face with the Sharpie. And that was, I had to come up with an idea to make it so that she could actually write on her face with a Sharpie. So I don't want to have to scrub I don't want to have to scrub sharpie off my face I'm like no you won't <laughs> yeah, I, yeah we've been there that's uh not ideal well especially with all the makeup they wear too I bet <laughs> like no thank you <laughs> yeah yeah and um uh Sydney she's she has very sensitive skin so we have to always be aware of you know, if she's going to be putting on suntan lotion or like even in the scene where she was scrubbing her face and doing her makeup routine, oh. I had, I had bought a lot of stuff for that really high end thing, <laughs> but it inevitably Sydney calling her boyfriend and having him bring all of her actual stuff she uses at home to set. She's more comfortable <laughs> with it. And I was totally on game with that because it's, I mean, I, I don't go through a skin routine like she does. And if she knows what's good for her, she knows what's good for her. Yeah. And that skin routine was like four hours deep. So <laughs> yeah. that's Give so like funny. A, an abrasive pad or something. I didn't want her to like, you know, she was going to have to do that over and over. It's better if she knows what she's using on her face. So for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Nice um so from watching your uh from watching your tiktoks it seems like sometimes you're like going out in the real world to like source material but other times you're crafting stuff on set um Mm -hmm. what was your favorite thing you crafted this season and what was your favorite thing you sourced kind of tough Um, so take your time (laughs) yeah yeah. i i loved making the gift from cassie to maddie the, the photo album that was that was something that was i didn't know even where to begin and just talking to Sydney about it, it was, you know, she's, she's an avid crafter. She likes to scrapbook. She likes to make things. So I kind of went with that and I just, you know, started getting all these great papers and even they didn't really showcase the box, but I had like the present, like uh gift wrap, like the interior had uh marijuana leaves on the inside and the oh psychedelic, like on the outside. It was really freaking cool. Yes. That's awesome. I love the dad ass sticker <laughs> that had me cracking up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was I was super nervous and I showed it to Sam and uh Zendaya and they were like okay you're like in the mind of Cassie right now I don't understand this is this is great and they're like flipping through and laughing at every page and all the pictures in there were from um from the cast and like things that they so it was really it was a really fun experience and uh Sydney loved it she was like over the moon oh. with it it's like every time I'd show her the progress she's like oh my god I love it so yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so, so cool because I was just telling Alex before we started like that must be so amazing to see something that you actually created in such like an emotional scene in like the top show right now <laughs> right yeah and the the genuine reaction that um uh, Alexa had when she was doing it that was a lot of the stuff was the first time she'd seen it along with her cake she'd never even seen her cake she actually sent me the photo for the cake and when she saw it for the first time that was like her general like oh my gosh because it was it was a a great cake that's yeah that was a fantastic cake that's so cool Hanson's Bakery um 
they're kind of uh, like midtown a little bit. They do like all the Kardashians cakes and stuff. So they're, <laughs> they were super excited. They're like, who is this? It's Perfect for Alexa. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. That was, they added like gems to round it. Like Alexa wouldn't want anything else but a nice cake like that. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then as far as like a sourced item, was there anything that you like a brand you worked with or? We worked with a lot of brands. Um, the the Tiffany necklace that uh, Nate gives her, that was kind of a, like when I, I approached Sam about it, I'm like, what present, what is uh, Nate going to be wrapping for her in the kitchen? And uh, he was like, you know, I, I just picture like a Tiffany Company, like blue box. I'm like, okay, Tiffany Company necklace. So then we have an amazing product placement person who you know, set it all up. I went to Tiffany Company in Beverly Hills and we picked out the necklace. And then we just wanted to do something simple. And I also coordinated with Donnie and, or uh, uh, Heidi, our costume designer. Yeah. About it. And, um, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> was That's like, so okay. cool. It feels, uh, it feels very right for his character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like typical high school, like, yes. You know, return to Tiffany necklace. And mm-hmm. it was, it, I was like, that's a good choice. So it was, it was fun like that. And I love uh, that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like a sweet moment. Then it was then we had to track whether it was gonna be on uh uh Sydney or Alexa, like going back and forth because we, we ended up uh the typical way we shot the show is block shooting or crossboarding. So like all the episodes we uh shot them in two different blocks and the first four episodes were one block, the last four were another. So we'd have to kind of bounce around with what they were doing. So <laughs> I love that. So much attention to detail, it's so cool um (laughs) we can't not ask like you're probably so annoyed of hearing about this but our listeners do not stop asking us about the the damn Jacob's family portrait (laughs) have you heard a lot about that are you like surprised by the hype around that (laughs) I mean I am but it's also kind of like I I honestly don't know myself which I, I mean I I do know some things, but it's, it's kind of fun to have it almost be like a secret because it literally is everywhere. It's like, who is this this brother? Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, we I, have a theory. We I have a fan theory. So up until like very recently, um, we had just always assumed that Nate was the middle brother. But a fan wrote into us recently and pointed out that we now know that the age gap between Nate and Aaron is seven years, which would make Nate the youngest brother in the photo, not the <laughs> middle brother. Uh, do you have any any comments on that? Can you confirm or deny which brother Nate is? I'm it's like okay. almost having one that where, like you think of a memory and yeah like where you have that memory like you know something's like the, the bear skin bear kind of thing like yes. the whole time I'm like I swear we I swear we shot a breakfast episode and there was Nate and his two brothers so I was like that kind of explains it but it hasn't came out yet so that'll clear it up and then I'm then I watched it back, I'm like wait it was just Nate and his brother I'm like where is this third brother so <laughs> I honestly I don't really know <laughs> yeah it's okay we figured you did it but we had to ask <laughs> is it yeah no it's it's oh sorry I'm sure it'll come up <laughs> yeah for sure is oh, it like a photoshop sure photo or is it a real... the next season or... I'm so sorry I think nope, that was a that was a photo that was taken oh okay oh, can you hear me nice yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad that they uh they took um, a portrait like that it was like, taken in the all. first season that's so funny I love mm-hmm. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well now just like deep diving into some of the props so we have to talk about the drugs like where the hell do you even get fake drugs (laughs) well 
it's it's crazy because the fake drugs have been around for a long time. Uh, we have uh, there's a couple medical prop houses that exist in Los Angeles, and one of them's uh, A1 Medical, and they are like the go-to the go-to company for anything related to the medical industry, and they actually have um, off-the-shelf kind of placebo pills. They're manufactured for them. It's got all the ingredients and the actors are able to see what they're taking. I mean, it's not just like a here, pop this in your mouth kind of thing. So it's, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> we have to have it approved. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, and it's also like a, especially like when they're, they're actually doing the drugs, it's um, kind of sensitive and obviously someone doesn't want to have to inhale that stuff all day long. So we try to cut around it and as much as possible because it can you know inhaling something like a powder like that can cause you know sinus infections if you do enough uh, i think that happened to jonah hill on uh, wolf of wall street oh my gosh <laughs> damn <laughs> he got a he got a sinus infection had to go to the hospital because of the stuff that he was inhaling oh, so we have God. to we have to always monitor that and make sure that what they're doing is you know at least safe for human consumption and mm. they're not doing too much of it because it can it can halt production if our main actor is going down because they get <laughs> which must be hard with Zendaya because she's doing a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's yeah it's, that, that was okay. That's but, so uh, I know we we do we do shoot around a lot of that stuff too if uh, if if some of the cuts so it's it's good to kind of you know they kind of go around it but it's still there and then it's very commonplace. I mean, it's it's you almost become desensitized to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, drugs. Okay, cool. We'll get that. We got this crushed up stuff. Right? Yeah. It's part of our kits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so funny. When you're uh, when you're acquiring um, like non pharmaceutical drugs, what is your point of reference to make sure that they're accurate and like look like real illicit drugs that are out in the world? Um. I mean, there's like this, I think an app called like Pill Finder. So you can kind of just look up like the general color, like the, the A1 Medical, they they supply uh, basically every color. Um, so you can basically, you know, just it'll it'll look the same, but it's not it's not the same. So they, mm-hmm. you know, especially if they're not doing an insert. And if there's an insert shot of like some sort of some sort of drug that they're doing, um, they'll uh, typically, they have like some sort of like just a little bit off kind of things because obviously copyright infringement wouldn't yeah. allow yeah. them to actually have the <laughs> you don't want those things on the public so it's tricky a lot of that oh no an air conditioner just fired up that's okay <laughs> you're totally good oh uh, yeah because we were go. cracking up at your tiktok where you're like cranking out the drugs on that like machine or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh it, it got to be a, like sometimes we needed specific colors and I just have like a like a pill it's called a, a, a like a pill press and you, you use them for like um, supplements and stuff so we were, we were able to create some colors that were specific that you couldn't find uh, so that, awesome. was, that was an interesting yeah that was an interesting uh, uh, thing to learn how to do and add it to my <laughs> add it to your resume <laughs> yeah. pill pressing nice. yep pill pressing <laughs> um onto uh onto the guns um when <laughs> you're uh, when you're looking for um for something real specific um like the the ivory handle like ladysmith revolver um do you have to go out and find something like that like in the world and then adapt it to be safe for use on set well, we have a, there's a prop house that I have used for years. Uh, they're independent studio services. They're located in Sunland, California. 
and they are the go-to place for any type of uh, blank firing weapon. They have everything that you can think of and they're all um, uh, made safe for the film industry. Mm-hmm. And that was just one of the options that they had. And when I was discussing with Sam about what we would have for her, and that was just, she just had this with Heidi's costumes and the, did the jewelry for uh, uh, the character for Nate's grandma. It just, it felt fitting that she'd have something that was out of the ordinary. And yeah, it's a perfect, it was, uh, she was a fun experience trying to find it. <laughs> Yeah, she was. And she was such a cool character. She was such a cool actress in real life. And getting to work with her, like she was, you know, I was like, I want to have like, she, she only thing she mentioned that she wanted to have a ring with a horseshoe. So I had to go and source horseshoe rings. And I went downtown to like the, the jewelry district and just kind of went crazy finding all her specific things and just had a plethora oh, of them for her to choose from. And she just, it helped her build her character as this gangster grandma and she she definitely played it off really well <laughs> yeah she killed it and you killed it the accessories were incredible like we were literally going <laughs> that so I'm glad you talked about that <laughs> yeah so on a lighter note like on the side of no more drugs and guns I feel like euphoria is like super well known for its attention to detail when it comes to like the characters bedrooms their houses do you are like you involved in that process of like decorating those or is that really not in line with your position no not not really unless it's a a prop like in the room that she would or any of the characters would pick up um but typically that's that's our set decorator whose name is julia she's amazing one of my really good friends i'm gonna go have coffee with her tomorrow awesome Uh, and then our production designer um jason they they collaborated and they would just make these places. The thing that I loved about Julia's style of decorating sets, it has so many layers. Like if you walked onto the set, it felt like you were in someone's bedroom. And if you picked up like just anything, it's like it almost has a story behind every little piece. And I loved that about it. So when I would do props with it, it was almost like it was everything was incorporated already. Mm-hmm. So I, I, would, I would talk to Julia like for if they were having a dinner scene. Uh, the plates. Uh, Julia would completely stock every kitchen that we were in. So all I had to do was open up a canvas and pull out the plates. And then my job was to bring the food for <laughs> Ali and Rue and her mom and to sit down and have dinner with. So it, that was, we kind of work hand in hand with collaborating on stuff. So it's, we've all become really good friends and really good friends with the art department. So it's, you know, we always have to make sure we're watching each other's backs. And if mm-hmm. something yeah. something's out of place or they need some help with something, we usually have it or they usually have it for me <laughs> how did you uh how did you decide what they were going to eat at dinner <laughs> was that a big uh was that a big process <laughs> kind of, not really I mean it's it's like when I'd be like Sam what are they eating and he you know he just doesn't he doesn't really you know it's up to me whatever you want whatever you think they're having so it's kind of you just you just start with picking a main dish and then pick some sides and then I uh, I bring in a food stylist a food stylist prepares everything mm-hmm. oh my gosh how crazy makes it look yeah, nice they're shopping it yeah they do all the shopping and <laughs> Well, and uh, Coleman Domingo posted it. Did you see that? Like on his Insta story, he like posted a screenshot of that dinner. <laughs> Literally, like, we oh, really? As a joke, we were like glad that he's screenshotting like the food that was eaten on the table. <laughs> oh, nice. They, they enjoyed it. It was actually pretty good. I actually, <laughs> I was in there with them helping them uh, cook everything too, like resetting uh, what uh, Storm was uh, uh, chopping and all that stuff. So it was fun to be in there watching them cook watching him he was just like slathering olive oil all over that roast 
<laughs> we'd have to go back in there and clean it all up. So, yeah. Oh my That's god. Funny. So did they you always, uh, they always get out a kick out of it? That's so funny. Did you uh select all the knives that were removed from the Howard household? The big bowl of <laughs> knives? Did you have to pick out like, yes, one? I did. Yes. We they had so I many had damn knives. <laughs> Yeah, I had I had to find all. It basically came out of my kit, but I put a whole bowl together, and it was so funny. Like when, because Julia decorates the set, we were going through all of it and pulling everything we could. And I'm like, "There's a lot of wine openers in this house." <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, it's there's a lot of detail in the house too. If anybody, they don't really focus on it, but it's very wine themed. Uh, there's grapes everywhere. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, like going through the drawers, I'm like, she's gonna literally find, and that's how it kind of came into the script. Was she's sitting on the floor with the wine opener, <laughs> the one thing that's everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> like in the candy dishes, and so that. I love that, can't remove all the wine openers. Yeah, no. And then I had uh, I had to take all the knives and have them dulled just in case uh, somebody was gonna freak their hand in there. So everything's mm. got a no sharp points on it and all the metal is basically flat so you can't hurt yourself so that was a <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> thing and I kept showing it had to pick the bowl had to find one that was good and had good weight to it because too plastic and flimsy it'll sag and too heavy she'll be able to carry it so <laughs> a lot goes into, a lot goes into that kind of stuff and that's crazy that's cool that you guys <laughs> saw that <laughs> yeah no we like oh, yeah. like i said like our podcast like it's not just us like we can't even give ourselves the credit like our listeners just dm us the craziest stuff and we're like oh wow like what <laughs> but you need to tell your uh the sec- decorator team what was it julia you said please mm-hmm. yeah. we are obsessed with the howard house alex and i yeah like the lighting okay. in that house the like hot air balloon lamp and the, the roller skate lamp all the lighting oh there. yeah Oh yeah, it's, a vibe. It's, it's gorgeous. I like. Yeah. I, well, I'll walk in there with her. I'm like, where did you guys? I want that. I want to take this home. I want this. Like, that's one of a kind. Can't take that. I'm like, oh man, that's so. <laughs> Whatever cool. you're not using. <laughs> that's so awesome. Well, I have to, of course, ask the most awkward question. But do you have any involvement at all in the prosthetic dicks on Euphoria, <laughs> or is that totally someone else? <laughs> They're like no, kind of picked up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I have done them in the past on on movies, but this one, no, I didn't have anything to do that. Uh, it was our prosthetic designer Jason, um, oh, cool. who I worked with before in the past, and he actually did he did them on um, uh, the Pam and Tommy Pam and Tommy movie as oh, well. Nice. So it, that was interesting. He, he's got a reputation. That's yeah. awesome. So, and they. Um, yeah, they were, there was a lot of them. And it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was a fun experience. That's I didn't so have to funny. take care of them this time, so that was nice. Oh, good, yeah, good. Um, slightly back to uh, to the guns, what is like a big scene, like the finale, like shootout? Like what type of prep do you need to do for that? And like, what does your role on set like look like during a day like that where there's so many involved? Well, it's it's safety is the number one concern we always if there's any any like hint or like if it just feels unsafe we don't do it mm-hmm. and that case for most times and and it's always choreographed so we're always rehearsing and we want to make sure that everything is done in the safest manner and with uh, that we have usually an armor on set and they'll mm. put for that instance we had two 
and it's all done in pieces and it's it's a very very choreographed every actor knows what's going on and if there's ever a reason to cut we always cut if there's you know awesome. no you know we don't safety protocols so it's 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 always the safest set it can be scary for some people i mean yeah for the last time i didn't like using guns and and it's 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 not it's not a fun experience for some but yeah. i have my entertainment firearms permit and i'm able to handle handle guns myself and you know i i i, I practice with them i rehearse with them myself so you, it's all about being comfortable with it and of course. you know it's a lot of it's movie magic <laughs> so you, have to, <laughs> you know it's it's, it's it, those processes can take a while to film as well too so i mean it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. It definitely seems. Uh, it seems like that would be pretty, pretty intense and Rigorous. scary to be on set during that, especially yeah. if you're like in Fez's position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Animals. I've read that. Uh, yeah. So, like, we've asked about all the hardcore stuff. I've read that sometimes, um, like, animals are under the purview of a prop master. Do you deal with uh, the animals on Euphoria at all? we have animals oh we have the birds and stuff uh yeah no, like this apartment i was, just like th- I was thinking mostly yeah. like episode five where there's like when rue's running around and there's like a coyote and some dogs and some chickens <laughs> no that we have animal wranglers that will come in and bring the animals in um, the only time i really coordinate with them like i got the the collar for the dog and his, 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 his dog tag Nice. And the, for Lori's apartment, I had to get. I think at one point there was. I don't know if she was feeding birds. She was supposed mm. to feed birds, so I got bird seed, and I had to talk to them about that. And then I ended cool. up getting. I got like fake fish for the fish tank because they, at one point, weren't oh, yeah. sure if the fish were going to be in there, at, and they needed. They didn't want to have to bring an animal just to have the fish because everything is. They're treated like actors on set. They mm-hmm. have break times. They, you know, they take downtime and. Um, oh my god, Asian sure fish? Uh, <laughs> fish, are, fish are very tricky. Everyone's like, cut. <laughs> yeah, they need a break. Come on, guys. No, the, with the fish, the fish, like you have to have the tank brought in and the water has mm-hmm. to be um, filtered for like a week and then the fish mm-hmm. have to acclimate to it. So it's kind of a tricky <laughs> process when, when you're dealing with fish because the if you if you just drop the fish in a tank, they'd probably keel over because they right. they they they're not used to the water and the temperature. So they have to go through a, almost a, like a week long process of getting acclimated into that tank. So totally. it's, it's a pretty, That's so funny. Yeah. It, do the it's uh, a process. Do the uh, do the fake fish that you mentioned? Do they like move or do they just kind of like bob <laughs> up and down in the tank? Are they yeah. like mechanical? No yeah they were mechanical they were like on a like a fishing line and it kind of disappeared oh. in the water and then they mm-hmm. just had this like little tail that would like move them around and they'd swim around the tank we never saw them on camera it was just kind of if it was ever like out of focus in the background kind of thing but those are fun cool. to find I, I hadn't found goldfish in a while like that but it was we have them here at <laughs> hollywood so we have everything <laughs> yeah. i love it um were there any props this season that were like particularly like troublesome or like that just like were annoying or hard to deal with nah, not too crazy a lot of the times like something that would always be a tricky thing is if it doesn't exist or mm-hmm. if it's like a period so a lot of our like flashback stuff a lot of it had to be created um for like the characters when you know they're anything that was like in the 90s or the, like the 80s or 
Um, mm -hmm. It just that takes a little bit more time versus like going to like a Target or a, a Walmart and finding something <laughs> off the shelf order and online. You have to have it made or and do a lot of sourcing, and you want it to be period specific and accurate so that it doesn't look, you know, out of place. So that that can be fun. I actually really really enjoy doing period stuff because of that. It uh, mm -hmm. kind of takes you out of your element and mm -hmm. you're able to, uh, you know, actually get out there and like source things and have things made. And I love, I love creating stuff. My, that's my, uh, my, my outlet. Is there a, is there a specific period you really like working in? I like the, the like early sixties to the seventies. I've that's done a, a couple feature, couple feature films um, that way. And it's, it's so much fun. I have, uh, a couple movies coming out hopefully this year that are <laughs> that take place in that time period. I have one for Netflix and uh, one for uh, New Line. So <laughs> awesome! That's so cool. Yeah. Speaking of like movies, you were literally in the season of Euphoria in front oh, of the yeah. camera. <laughs> How was that? Was that so cool? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was fun because uh, because of COVID. Ever since we've been back to work, we have to wear masks everywhere we're at. Like, thankfully, mm. there's no one around here mm. right now but we never get to see anybody's faces. So when, <laughs> so like at lunchtime, I'd usually be in my trailer because I, I can sit in there and enjoy it. But that's like the only time you get to see someone with their masks is when they're sitting down at lunch. So half of our crew, I didn't even know what they looked like until like that day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can see your face and we can see <laughs> facial expressions. And it was, it, that was so much fun because it was like, we're we're working plus we're also acting in it and we get to take our yeah. masks off like a what a unique opportunity <laughs> you know what I mean like that's so cool that's so unique that you get to be like I was yeah. on euphoria <laughs> <What's that? laughs> right <laughs> yeah it was uh, fun it was and it, when we were filming it it's such a weird thing too because it was we were just like a regular crew working along and now it's euphoria is everywhere I can't I can't turn a corner without hearing somebody talk about it or I know a uh, rumor they heard a hundred percent we talk about that all the time like when we started this podcast it was just during quarantine out of like pure boredom and just love for the show but it was such a niche audience and now like you said it's like the whole world is watching euphoria <laughs> like literally yeah and if you're yeah. not like what and, are you doing, uh, so <laughs> I was just gonna say like I'm a big uh, b-movie guy and I know that uh, Sam like inserts a lot of b-movie references into his work um, and we noticed that you've also worked on a few b-movies such mm -hmm. as uh, Bermuda Tentacle, uh, <laughs> Mecha Shark vs. Mega Shark, yeah! um, Sharknado 3, oh hell no. Oh my gosh. We, yep, we had to watch it last night. We had to watch Sharknado 3 last night. We had to. We oh were my god. I'm not even gonna lie we got like super stoned and watch it and it made our night like we had so much fun we were dying we were like that must have been so much fun to work on <laughs> that and uh, those were that was like kind of like my lower budget days of filmmaking and honestly it was actually kind of fun to do because they they traveled us out to Orlando Florida we sh we like basically shut down Universal Studios to film like <laughs> yeah. on the roller coaster and the twister ride and it was a weird experience because we were almost like um, like a sideshow side attraction in the park because they're like, oh my God, they're filming a, a movie here. And like, they'd see the characters. I'm like walking around with chainsaws and people are screaming and yelling, going crazy. <laughs> it was like a huge cast. We were like, dying. Yeah. everyone's in this movie. There's so many people in that movie. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I remember we were filming on top of the, we actually got up on top of the rock and roller coaster on the very top. And I remember Tara Reed had a cell phone because she was trying to, for some reason, off the ride tracking her daughter or their daughter. <laughs> yeah, we that like, is what we can confirm. That's what was going on. Yeah, yeah. and it was like three hundred, like ninety stairs up. I'm like, oh my gosh, she needs her cell phone up there. So oh, I had to trek God. all the way up there, and I have like, I, I, I'm so afraid of heights. So I get up there, and I'm like, hey, oh. Tara, here's your cell phone. She's like, oh, I don't. Do I need this? I'm like, yeah, you need this phone. She's like hanging on like the railing, like, like I'm like, you're gonna drop that thing. I swear you're gonna knock somebody out. <laughs> Like, I'm done. I'm going back down. If, if the phone falls, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know why we're up here right now on the top of a roller coaster. <laughs> that is so funny. That's super funny. Um, so I have to ask, like, I'm a big nerd and I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for years. And I know uh, you worked on that for a while. Like, there's so many fun props from that. Do you have, like, one that stands out or that was, like, your favorite? Um, I mean, I was... That that was basically my first show that I worked on as a, a union uh, member in the industry. And the prop master on that, Scott Bauer, is one of my all-time favorite prop masters. I'm a huge Marvel fan. So just to oh. be able to go on that set, I was like, like blown away. It was, it was a dream <laughs> and it was like top secret, not allowed to have your phones, all the sides get shredded. So I was just like, like a kid in a candy store. And then on top of that, Scott's an amazing prop master. So watching him work and getting to work with him and his team and just seeing like all the futuristic guns and like the weaponry and everything that we're doing, it was, it was just like, it was, this is like why I like doing what I do. Cause I get to work with this kind of stuff. It was, it was so exciting. And like the characters, the cars, the sets, it was just above par because it's a Marvel movie and it was uh, uh, Joss Whedon. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a fun experience. And I, I didn't get to, that was kind of early in my career. So I would go over there and work like uh, three or four days a week. And then it kind of started dwindling off when I started getting more movies. So it was like, it was almost like a treat when I'd get to go back and get to work <laughs> on episodes. And every time I'd go back, they're like, hey, Joss, here's the scripts. Let's read them up and, you know, get you caught up so you know what we're filming today. So it was, that was always exciting. I think I knew more about what was going on than most of the people because I love the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. That was such a fun show. Yeah, I wish I wanted. That's my dream. My dream job would be to do a Marvel movie and hopefully there's there's something in the wheelhouse i hope that it you know something something happens i i would just i would be over the moon because i'd love oh my to be my we'd be over the moon spin for- on it. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so cool one do day you, one day do you often get to keep props like is that normal or is it very much like when you're done they're returned you don't see them again <laughs> um yeah for the most part it just depends like if there's something that I've created sometimes I'll make like a duplicate of it for myself but use my own money so it basically belongs to me and if I've crafted it I know how to make it (laughs) um yeah there'll there'll be times where there's things that you know might fall off the shelf and get to keep but not not usually we have to if there's ever a chance for a reshoot or anything like that we want to be prepared for it so everything once we wrap a show it gets cataloged uh photographed and then it's put into bins sadly it's like i always say i never to be seen again but i shut the <laughs> lid and it just gets put yeah. on the shelf uh, hopefully it'll end up in a jones warehouse <laughs> yeah that's 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 what it is i um i have a movie that's coming out march 25th and there's so many props in that and we 
I'm ho I was hoping it's with the, the Daniels, uh, everything everywhere all at once. They did Swiss Army Band. And I remember uh, the going, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was the, yeah, awesome. movie. I'm so to see that. On that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I've already seen it. It's I literally could not stop smiling. It's such a good oh. ride. The actors are amazing. Michelle Yeoh, Pete Kwan, like Jamie Lee Curtis, like they're amazing. They're so good. And that was like one of the things when I saw Swiss Army Man at the theater, they had all of the props like in glass cases at the the arc light in nice. um, Hollywood. And when we were we were doing it's called um uh like they take photos of the actors in their props and stuff like that so that they can use them for uh, editorials and uh, magazines or movie posters or anything that the film or A24 would want to do with it and when we were shooting it uh, I started bringing in their props and the photographer was like oh my gosh keep bringing them so I brought every prop and they photographed everything wow. and like, a lot of this stuff we're hoping might end up at the arc light in the glass case I'm like oh my gosh Oh my gosh. <laughs> go, go visit my babies behind us. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um also I, what else this year? I got every oh sorry. No, please tell us everything. I was already gonna, yeah, I was gonna say okay, we so, were gonna uh, ask anyways yeah, what your upcoming we'd projects love to hear were. What's coming. We saw them uh, with Florence. Uh I already yeah, forgot. What um Yep, uh, don't worry, darling. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, darling. Yep, that's that, comes out, that comes out in September. Um, hopefully, okay. that's in, only only in theaters. Not going to be streaming. Um, okay. That was with uh, Olivia Wilde directing. Oh wow! And that was that was so much fun. Yeah, Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, Chris Pine. Ooh. Yeah, they were all great. <laughs> you yeah. worked on a movie that Olivia Wilde directed, didn't you? No, she was just starring in it. Uh, That's from okay. another day. I I was like a PA growing up in LA for like years. So, but I was like, I worked on like a film called Sur or no, I don't even remember the name. It was like so buried, but it was super fun. But she's like incredible. She was so sweet. That's awesome. I love that for yeah. you. She's she's an amazing director. Her her career, I can't wait to see the project she's going to be doing next. Like they're amazing, and I would I can't wait to do them again. <laughs> I would love to work. On I know, them. and Harry Styles, um, like, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's 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 such a it's such a weird world to work in the industry because when when we're working with actors, I as much as I'm like wanting to like fangirl out when, with people, we have to be very professional. Of course. And and spending like 12, 14 hours a day with people, you become really good friends. And yeah. it's it it's almost like almost like a safe space for an actor to come to set because there's not like people asking for an autograph or a photograph and mm -hmm. they can just come and be themselves and totally. it's 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 warming. So like you get to you get to know everybody. <laughs> so it's yeah. who have you uh worked around that you were really like fangirling over? You know the cool <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened in a while like I, when I was doing that Bermuda Tentacles movie uh Linda Hamilton I I don't I love <laughs> Terminator 2 Terminator 2 was like one of the movies that I I kind of maybe really want to make movies and when I met her nice. for the first time that was like I was like oh my gosh Linda you're amazing oh my gosh, <laughs> let me act for like 10 minutes we won't think the same thing we literally like every day I <laughs> watch all the Terminators <laughs> just for fun like during quarantine we watched so many movies oh my god <laughs> we just watched all oh. the Terminators like a month ago mm -hmm. 
that's the same here. I I put a projector up in my in my apartment and I yes. just turned my home my home into a theater. I I love going to the movies and I love love watching them. And this, you know, I always get anxiety watching them with really good props. And I'm like, oh, how they did that? Where they source it? Who made that? Or where they did this? So, oh yeah, interesting. <laughs> that's a good question. So like, what's a movie that's really like where the props like really blew you away? There's probably so many. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're all they're all super good. No, um, I mean, I always I love Jurassic Parks. And oh hell yeah! Like the like the first one, just like like the goggles, like that they put on, like anything that has like it mm-hmm. feels real. Like it feels like nothing was like camera trickery. Like it, mm-hmm. it was made specifically for a film. I love that. Like it's something that's like so hard to duplicate that you would never be able to do it. But obviously someone will probably figure out how to do it. And they always do. But like <laughs> those type of things, like futuristic movies are really cool. And but I don't know, even Marvel movies. I love the props from that stuff. Anything that's like any, anybody that puts like high attention to detail into something and you can't tell if it's real or not. That's what really will blow me away with, with, with prop work. Mm-hmm. And there are some really good prop masters out there that love that attention to detail and, that's Hopefully awesome. I'll be able to, <laughs> to put that my passion into that too someday. For so, sure. But like period shout out, those are those are always good too. I have to shout out the I saw you posted and correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw that you made those like dare font euphoria sweaters for the casting crew for the rap. Oh my god, like you need to yeah. sell those. Those would fly off the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it was funny when I made them because uh, uh, Z gave us sweat uh, swag like uh, euphoria shirts and we got one from the art department and I guess mine was like a really big hit and it wasn't I just was like I want to do something unique because I always try to whenever I make a wrap gift for everybody and everybody loved it like I had people like scratching at the lift gate of my trailer like can I have one? Oh my god <laughs> like, yeah here you go just handing them all like candy and then I, I guess uh, there was a photo that was taken with Maude and uh, Sydney and our um uh, one of our sound people and she was wearing the the sweater and I guess that's where like it got like kind of started to get bigger was from that and I'm like I just started googling it one day I'm like oh my gosh people are recreating this thing it's everywhere what the heck <laughs> it's like, a good that's design yeah. it's great yeah it is I mean, really the, you can tell it's a real one or not because I actually have like a like a euphoria props logo on the back of the one that I made so if there's cool. everyone out there and it doesn't have the it's like a like a pill design that I did mm. yeah it's not an authentic one it's a <laughs> yours is way better it, so. yeah detailed yeah. that's good to know <laughs> that is good to know <laughs> yeah well I just want to say like thank you so much we definitely want to let you go back to work and not keep you here as much as we'd like to just drink and listen to you talk all day about movies because we're such film yeah. and tv nerds but we sincerely like so appreciate you talking with us absolutely and can you shout out just to our listeners like any handles you feel comfortable on social that you'd want them to follow for all your upcoming projects that you talked about today or yeah um i mean uh my instagram at propmaster josh or my my uh tiktok at propmaster josh and you know (laughs) the upcoming movie march 25th uh everything everywhere all at once comes out that's going to be a really fun ride um, and then in September is when Don't Worry Darling comes out starring Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. So that's a, another big one. So, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, Josh, you are beyond so euphoric. And we thank you for being with us today. We always do a little like cheers toast 
Also, we're, we'll definitely send you a bottle as our appreciation because we feel bad you couldn't drink with us today because we're working. But <laughs> yeah, we'd love to send you a little bottle. We're uh, we're drinking uh, cooked champagne because the uh, the prop master for season oh. one made that Cal's champagne of choice when he's in the motel, um, and it's also our favorite oh true champagne. Was- so. <laughs> It's become like an ongoing joke yeah, with our funny, podcast listeners. The, it's funny the when they mirrored it. Like I don't know if you noticed, we went back into the hotel room for the last episode. I think it was, and the the bottle of cooked champagne was from 2018 or whenever they filmed it. So <laughs> yes. we had to mimic it, and they cooked champagne actually changed their label. I know. So I'm like, oh my god! I'm like out in the world trying because. So I ended up I going to like a Ralph's down on like, like Wilshire, I think it was. Yeah, I I went to every Ralph's trying to miraculously find a bottle of the cooked champagne from. They had I don't know how long ago they changed it, but I think it was like uh, mid year last year. Yeah, I found one. There was like a Ralph's that had all this old stock champagne way up top, and uh, it was oh hard to explain. God. Hey, I'm working on a TV show. I'm trying to find a specific bottle, but. They got a ladder out, went back and started digging for it. Oh my god! Well, like you... six I'm like, yes, that's amazing. If you ever need any, contact us because we drink way too much cooks, and then we just like we're busting up laughing when we saw Cal drinking it on the first season. Like, like you, we pay attention to detail, so we were like, oh my god, that's cooks. We're freaking out. Yep. Well, it's become like a, a joke on the podcast now. So I had like a you experience where like all season I've been running around New York trying to find like cooks because they have like no distribution here. So I have to look for like no. forever to find it anywhere. And yeah, now it's all the old, the new label, which is not as good. But oh yeah, that, yeah, that's the, that was the, yeah. the one thing it was hard to find, I guess. That was I the last minute thing. Love that. Really that's really around. funny. That's like the best bit we could ever ask for, for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. But seriously, thank you so much. We will cheers to you and we will definitely send cheers. you a nice bottle of cooks. Yeah, it was amazing having you. <laughs> that's you euphoric. Thank you so much. Cheers. Like today's episode? Great. We love that for you. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a podcast review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the fuck you listen to us weekly. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at so underscore euphoric for all the euphoria updates you could ever possibly want in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, bitches.